It's the old radio comedy podcast. Welcome to episode 76 of the old radio comedy podcast, where we celebrate the classic comedy shows from the golden age of radio. Today, we're bringing you a British show, Life with the Lions, which ran on BBC Radio from 1950 to 1961. It starred Ben Lyon and Bev Daniels as themselves, an actual American family that had resettled in London during World War II. Now, the show is quite unique in that despite being a British show, it features an American family, and also that the actors actually portray themselves with their real names. The show's scripts were fictional, as were the other characters in the show, such as their Scottish housekeeper Aggie MacDonald, played by Molly Weir, and their nosy neighbor Flory Wainwright, played by Doris Rogers, as well as others. So sit back and relax as we bring you the November 5th, 1950 broadcast of Life with the Lions. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The BBC presents Life with the Lions. Our old friend Ben has always believed in the theory that travel is the best form of education. So last month he booked tickets for a long Mediterranean cruise and Barbara, Richard and Ben went along to improve their minds. Bibi, well, she went along just for the trip. Uh, anyway, the cruise is almost over now, so let's go aboard and travel the rest of the way with the lion. <laughs> Well, baby, just two more days. I know. I wish we could go on holidays all the time. You do, eh? Yes, because I'm never as happy as I am when we're going home. Well, that's a pretty expensive way of getting happy. (laughs) I don't care. I want to be back in our own little home and see our old friends again. Yes, so do I. You know, I'll bet they'll all be at the house to welcome us. Colonel Price, the Chris's, Aggie. Yes, and Skeeter will be there, too, wagging his little tail. And Flory will be there wagging her... A bear. Wagging her little tongue. Oh, well, that's better. Hi there. Oh, hello, honey. Oh, Barbara, have you seen Richard this afternoon? Yes, and I don't think he's feeling very well. No wonder he went to the sick bay this morning. Where is he now? In the sick bay. Oh, dear, I wonder what's wrong with him. Well, I don't know. Well, I can tell you. There's a very pretty little nurse in charge of the sick bay. Oh, so that's it. Well, of all the conniving tricks. Oh, darling, everybody falls in love on a holiday cruise. It's the romantic atmosphere. Somehow things seem twice as wonderful as they really are. Yeah, after a few weeks on board a ship, even the plainest girl looks beautiful. Hi, Barbara. Gosh, you look beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) You see what I mean? What? I was only kidding, honey. Well, I'm not. I'm surprised you even noticed me with that pretty little nurse around. What nurse? (laughs) Now, look, son, you may as well grow up. 
After all, there's nothing wrong in flirting with a pretty little nurse, is there, B.B.? Not if Richard does it. <laughs> okay, I admit it. Oh, that's better. Now, pull up a chair and tell us what the big attraction is. Well, it's a lot of things. She looks so crisp and neat in her little uniform. And her cute little nose is so shiny. And I love that sort of fresh smell she always has about her. You know, carbolic. <laughs> well, Richard, you've told us all about how hygienic she is. Now, suppose you tell us about the girl. Well, gosh, Ma, it's kind of hard to explain. Pop, have you ever been in love with a nurse? Richard, you're a troublemaker. <laughs> All right, I'll explain as best I can. Oh, never mind. Here she comes. I'll ask her myself. You do, and I'll cut you out of my will. <laughs> you know, she is pretty. Oh, Mr. Lyon, it's time to take your medicine. Here's a glass of water. Now, take your pills. Well, thanks. I, uh, I'll take them later. Won't you sit down? Oh, no. I really must be running along. Oh, please don't go. Uh, my mother was just about to invite you to join our table for dinner. Weren't you, Pop? Huh? <laughs> oh, yes, yes. We'd be delighted. Oh, we certainly would. That's very kind of you. But I don't get away from the sick bay until 11 o'clock. My goodness. Do nurses on board ship always work that hard? Oh, well, I don't know. This is my first trip. But I must say I'm amazed at the number of men who've been ill on this trip. Have you uh, mentioned it to the captain? No, but I intend to the moment he gets better. <laughs> well, I, I really must be running along. Oh, nurse, nurse, uh, please don't leave me. What's the matter, Richard? Oh, uh, I don't feel very well. Oh, that's a pity. Here, let me make you comfortable. Oh, thank you. There, lie back and rest your head on this pillow. Oh, yes. There. Oh, bless you, Elizabeth. I'll never forget this as long as I live. Of course, that might not be very long. <laughs> Poor boy. Richard, stop worrying. There's nothing wrong with you. Now he is worried. Isn't it lovely on the upper deck? Simply beautiful. Uh, say, where's Richard? Oh, when I passed the sick bay just now, he was telling Nurse Watson about his latest complaint. <laughs> What's he supposed to have this time? Well, it, it's something very rare. I saw him getting the symptoms out of a book in the ship's library. Oh, the cunning young devil. <laughs> yeah. Too bad he didn't realize it was a veterinary book. <laughs> oh, dear. The nurse said, according to his symptoms, he was going to have puppies. <laughs> has to put up with. Yeah, I think we better start getting changed for dinner. Oh, uh, you go ahead, dear. We'll be down in a few minutes. Okay, but don't be too long. We won't. I just want to get a little more of this sea air. Ben, I think there's a fog coming up. Yes, yes. You know, it reminds me of our first sea voyage. Remember how foggy it was that night? I certainly do. Then the moon came up and we went for a walk. That's right. And I kissed you on the poop deck. <laughs> yes. And then we walked a little further, and you kissed me on the starboard side. Well, you can't blame me for that. After all, I was with the most gorgeous girl in the world. Oh, darling, I wasn't all that gorgeous. <laughs> was I? Even more so. When I saw you standing there in the moonlight, looking so breathtakingly beautiful, something deep inside of me said... that foghorn. Oh, ignore it, darling. Please go on. Well, I said to myself, this is the only girl I'll ever love. 
Then we walked back to the little room where there was a piano and you sang for me, remember? Mm. And your voice sounded just like... Fine. Uh, come on, let's go down and have dinner. All right, sweetheart. Barbara and Richard are probably waiting for us. Well, I wouldn't count on Richard. He's probably back in the sick bay again. <laughs> I wonder what complaint you thought up this time. Well, he's had everything so far but a sprained ankle. Nurse, I I've sprained my ankle. <laughs> well, sit down and I'll take a look at it. Oh, thank you, dear. Which ankle is it? Uh, uh, well, it's uh, the right one. Mm. Does it hurt when I press there? Oh, 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 it's agony. Oh, oh, oh Howard, I was pressing the left ankle. Oh, well, I, I guess it hurts in sympathy. <laughs> well, you won't have to bear it much longer. As soon as I've bandaged it, you can go to your cabin and lie down. Elizabeth. Yes, Richard? After we dock tomorrow, we may never see each other again. You never know. We may bump into each other when we're in London. Oh, I can't think of a nicer way to have a collision. But why leave it to chance? What do you mean? Well, couldn't we meet and go to a... Come in. Hello, Miss Weston. Oh, hello, Barbara. Oh, Richard, I've been looking all over the place for you. Mother and Daddy are... Hey, why have you got that bandage on your ankle? I twisted it. Well, well... Miss Weston, isn't it amazing the number of accidents my brother's had on this voyage? It certainly is. Yesterday he twisted his wrist. The day before he twisted his knee. Yes, he's a proper little twister. <laughs> Thanks. Let's just say he's unlucky. Oh, come on, Richard, dear. I'll help you to the dining room. <laughs> Bibi, haven't you finished packing yet? We're docking in ten minutes. Well, I'm sorry, dear, but there just doesn't seem to be enough room for all our clothes. Well, I think the sea air swells everything. Oh, Bibi, did you see our passport? Oh, well, not since I put it in that little round safe in the wall. <laughs> That's the porthole. <laughs> I wish you could have seen your face, darling. Here they are. Well, nothing would surprise me in this family. Well, now then, are we all ready? I'm all packed. Don't tell me you're out of the sick bay. Pop, I don't think that's funny. Oh, cheer up, son. You'll be seeing her again. I doubt it. I haven't been with her long enough to make a date. Well, go on. You know where the sick bay is. Ma, it's no good. She knows I'm not sick. Well, if you'd like any help to break a leg, you can always count on me. <laughs> no, thanks. But, Barbara, you could say you were sick. Take a dose of that medicine. Oh, no, thanks. How about you, Ma? Oh, I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> the boat docks in a few minutes, and I might never see her again. Don't any of you understand? This is the only girl I'll ever love. Richard, for heaven's sakes, pipe down. I've got a splitting headache. You've got a headache? Gosh, thanks, Pop. Come in. Elizabeth. Richard, don't tell me you sprained another ankle. No, I've come for my father. Well, he isn't here. I mean, I came for his head. What? <laughs> yes, he's got a splitting headache. Oh, I see. Well, sit down and I'll make the draft for him. Oh, uh, Elizabeth, uh, are you staying in London tonight? Yes, I am. Well, uh, where are you having dinner? I hadn't even thought about it. You have to eat something. So, how about me? <laughs> mean you're inviting me to dinner? Well, sure, will you? Love to. Well, that's great. Where will I pick you up? 
I'll meet you. Uh, where are we having dinner? Well, do you know how to get to the Ritz Hotel? You bet I do. Well, stay on the bus, and our house is the next stop. <laughs> oh, well. That is, if you don't mind having dinner at our house. Wonderful. What's the address? It's 181 South Lake Street. Eight o'clock? I'll be there. And now, if you excuse me, I have to go to a patient with this mustard plaster and cod liver oil. She says the most beautiful thing. <laughs> I've missed you all terribly. And we've missed you too, Aggie. Yes, and you too, Skeeter. Aggie, my wee girl, do you still love me? I do, <laughs> but I don't know why. Oh, Aggie, you look wonderful. I know. Uh, tell me, did you all have a good time? Yes, but there's no place like the old homestead. Oh, Aggie, do you realize what it's like to be in a foreign country where the people speak a strange language? Well, I should have been in England long enough. <laughs> Strictly a Scottish joke. <laughs> and they're the best kind. For I belong to Glasgow. Dear old girl. Aggie, must you? Oh, Daddy, it's only natural for her to be proud of her country. After all, Aggie's pure Scotch. Well, she should take more soda with it. <laughs> hey, not bad, eh, Aggie? Hey, there's nothing like an English joke, and I'm very glad. <laughs> hey, Pop, all this baggage should really go upstairs. Well, thanks, Richard. You know where it belongs. That's what I get for opening my big mouth. Now, I expect you'd all like a nice cup of tea. Oh, not for me, Aggie. I have to go home and unpack. We'll see you all later. All right, sweetie. Aggie, we'll all have tea when Barbara gets back. Very well. I'll put the kettle on. Hmm. Oh, Ben, isn't it wonderful to be home? Baby, that's the tenth time you said that. Well, darling, we've been together so much lately, I've run out of things to say. Well, we could talk about some of the ancient ruins we've seen. Yoo-hoo! <laughs> Here's one of them. Darling. <laughs> Darling, I brought you and Aggie both a bottle of perfume. I'll get it for you. Oh, thank you, dear. Flory, I hate to say this, but I'm darn glad to see you. And I'm glad to see you, too, you old rascal. You know, you never look better in your whole flabby life. <laughs> Fine. And you don't look a day older. But then you couldn't. <laughs> now, just for that... You can't have a slice of this sponge cake I baked for you. Oh, you know, I was only kidding, you ravishing creature. Come here and give me a kiss. Oh, please, stop it. Stop it, stop it, Ben. You're squashing my sponge. <laughs> oh, dear, I thought that was a pretty wet kiss. <laughs> Here, take this sponge cake and give it to Aggie. Okay, doll face. Here's a perfume, Flory. Oh, thank you, darling. Tell me, would you all like to have dinner at my house tonight? I'm having a few friends over. Oh, I can't, Flory. Richard's new girlfriend is coming over here for dinner. Oh, dear, I forgot to tell Aggie. Oh, how exciting. Did Richard meet her on the boat? Darling, of course not. He's known Aggie for years. <laughs> oh, I must go and tell her right away. Oh, and thank you again, dear, for your perfume. I hear Richard has a new girl. Tell me all about her. Oh, hi, Aunt Florian. It's good to see you. Oh, hello, Richard. Thank you. I hear you've answered the call of Eros. I didn't even know he'd rung up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
dead who've fallen under his spell. Oh, well, that, uh, yes, I, uh, I guess I have. Then don't keep me in suspense. Tell me all about her. Elizabeth works in the sick bay. She's a nurse. Well, you couldn't do better than choose someone from the nursing profession. You know, when I was a young girl, I was a nurse. What are you trying to do, put the boy off? <laughs> ben, please. Richard, I may be able to give you some advice about the sort of things that will interest her. I certainly appreciate that, Aunt Flory. Did you work in a sick bay, too? Oh, no, dear. I worked in a hospital. And the surgeon I assisted was a very eminent one. He taught me a lot about plastic surgery. Oh, very interesting. Uh, tell me, Flory, is yours a do-it-yourself face? <laughs> I suppose you think you're very clever making fun of my profession. But I'll have you know it took three years of skin grafting to build up my background. <laughs> So that's how it got to be that size. Ben Lyon, you have ceased to be a gentleman. And you're certainly no lady. <laughs> Go on, Flory. I promise not to interrupt you again. No. But Aunt Flory, if I don't know what to talk to her about, how can I carry on an intelligent conversation? Well, I've got a book at home that I'm sure will help you. I'll bring it over for you later. Oh, thanks a lot. In the meantime, perhaps your father will explain some of the more intricate details of surgery. Look, Flory, I'm just a layman. I know, and you've got the eggs to prove it. <laughs> well, see you later, Richard. You know, it's darn nice of Aunt Flora to help me out like this. Yeah, she's a good scout. Oh, Master Richard, Willie Winslow's here. Go right in, Master Willie. Oh, come on, Aggie. Hello, Richard. Hello, Mr. L. Hello, Willie. Oh, hi, Willie. Oh, I just thought I'd pop over to welcome you back. Oh, very nice of you. Where's your father? Oh, he's uh, gone to Sussex for a couple of weeks. What's he doing there? Well, he's just got over the flu, you see, and the doctor told him to take a rest and keep away from crowds. So he's gone down the country with Mum and the 15 kids. <laughs> Some rest. Daddy, have you seen... Oh, hello, Willie. Oh, hello, Barbara. Here, you're just the person I want to see. These uh, daffodils are for you. Oh, Willie. That's terribly sweet of you. And these tulips are for the other pretty member of the family. Well, thank you, Willie. <laughs> I meant Mrs. L. <laughs> I know you did. Well, you'll find her in the kitchen. Yeah, she's planning a special dinner for Elizabeth. Elizabeth? Elizabeth who? What does she look like? Oh, she's simply beautiful. Isn't she, Richard? Well, uh, 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 maybe, but I, I don't think she's fully tight. Any beautiful girl's my type. <laughs> I sure would like to meet her. Well, then why don't you come over to dinner tonight? We'd love to have... Ouch! Richard, stop kicking me. Oh, I'd be delighted to come, Barbara. Uh, now, how about giving these tulips to your mum, eh? Oh, come on, you can do it yourself. Ta. Uh, see you later, Rich. Not if I see you first. You don't sound too happy, son. I'm not. You should hear the smooth line he's got with the girls. Once he starts talking to Elizabeth, I won't get a word in edgeway. Oh, nonsense. All you have to do is turn on that charm of yours, and you'll have Elizabeth following you around like a lamb. Yeah, but who's going to keep the wolf away? <laughs> a lion. <laughs> Your mother and father have gone upstairs to change for dinner, and Master Rick is in his room reading a book. Reading a book? Are you sure he's feeling all right? Ah, it's a medical encyclopedia Mrs. Wainwright lent him. Oh, now I get it. He wants to make an impression on Elizabeth. Ah, I think that's the idea. Well, I must go out and see how the dinner's coming along. Hello, Barbara. My goodness, doesn't the table look lovely? Yeah, it really does. 
Say, Barbara, would you run upstairs and tell Richard to come down? Elizabeth will be here pretty soon. Oh, sure, Daddy. I'll get him down right away. Oh, uh, baby, would you like a cocktail or sherry while we're waiting? Oh, would you prefer a soft drink? Well, uh, alcohol before dinner always goes to my head. So I think I must have a soft one. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Uh, I'll give you some orange juice. Oh, that'll be Elizabeth. Oh, I'll get it. Elizabeth. I knew I shouldn't have wore this carnation. <laughs> Hello, Willie. Uh, you want some fruit juice? Oh, yes, thanks. Uh, hey, Ma, Barbara said Elizabeth was here. Oh. Hi, Willie. Hi. Well, she hasn't arrived yet, dear. Then the doorbell wasn't Elizabeth? Do you listen? I'm beginning to think there's no such person as this. I'll get it. Oh, good evening, Mr. Lyon. Oh, hello, Elizabeth. Come on in. Oh, Richard, don't just stand there. Take her coat. Gosh, I hardly recognize you, Elizabeth. You look lovely. I've never seen you in a dress before. <laughs> I mean, uh, you've always had a uniform on. Well, believe me, it's good to get out of it for a change. Oh, uh, Willie, I'd like you to meet Elizabeth Weston. Oh, so would I. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth, this is Willie Wimple. How are you, Willie? Oh, much better since I saw you. Isn't that sweet? Um, want some more dirt, Miss Weston? Uh, Elizabeth, have a peanut. A sherry or fruit juice, my dear? Well, this really is service. I'll have some fruit juice, please. Uh, how about a peanut? Oh, Richard, I'm sure she wants more than one peanut. Barbara, you don't understand. One peanut is more nutritious than a large apple. You see, it's more than 50% oil, which under certain circumstances may easily form microscopic deposits of fat in the bloodstream tending to clog the tissues, which can lead to premature hardening of the arteries. Did that come out of you? <laughs> Have some more orders, Elizabeth. Thank you. I adore sardines. Oh, yes, and they're full of calories and good for the brain. <laughs> which, of course, is divided into three regions commonly called vesicles, namely the forebrain, the midbrain, and the hindbrain. <laughs> Anybody care for an autopsy? Please, I'm just coming to something extremely interesting. Now, let's take the hind brain. Oh, you take it. I'd rather have another sardine. <laughs> Mrs. Lyon, dinner's ready. No, thank you, Aggie. Come on, everybody. Yes, this way to the operating table. Barbara, cut it out. Elizabeth, you better sit over here by Dr. Lyon. Thank you. And Willie, over here. Oh, sir. Now then, which of you would like the dark meat and which of you prefer the white? I hope you don't mind my mentioning it, Aggie, but you dissected the turkey the wrong way. Is that so? Well, yes, you see, it's much easier if first you sever the sternum from the costal cartilages and then make a neat incision between the frontal breastbone and the sternal ribs. And are you quite sure you wouldn't like me to give the turkey an anesthetic first? <laughs> Richard, why don't you use your mouth for eating? Uh, say, Liz, uh, do you like dancing? Love it. Do you, uh, cha-cha? I'm afraid I've never had the time to learn. Poor old teacher. <laughs> do you know that, um... What work do you do, Willie? Oh, I'm a sailor in the Merchant Navy. Oh, how interesting. And I suppose you have a girl in every port. Oh, no. Uh, I'll tell you another thing, Liz. I've never seen a girl in any port as pretty as what you are. What a nice thing to say. I read about a very interesting case of hemoglobin deficiency today. <laughs> Anybody like to hear about it? No. Willie, why do you keep staring at my hair like that? Hey? Oh, oh, well, it reminds me of a field of corn I once saw with all the sun shining on it. Oh, it was smashing. <laughs> oh, Willie, I love hearing poetical things. You know the three main causes of a stomach, eh? 
No, but I know what's giving us a pain in the neck. Oh, uh, Richard, would you help me bring in the sweets? But, Barbara... Richard, come on. Oh, all right. What did you drag me away for? Because you're boring her to death with all that medical stuff. You know, your sister's right. When a nurse is off duty, she wants to get away from it all. But Aunt Floyd said it would put me in good with her. Now, I'm sure Mrs. Wainwright did the very best intention, but let's face it, she's still a widow. That's right. And if you don't watch out, Willie Wimple's going to steal Elizabeth right away from you. Oh, gosh, what can I do? I've got it. Just keep them talking in there for about five minutes. What are you going to do? I'm going to give Willie that plum pie I made today. I just remembered Willie's allergic to plums. Are you sure about that? Oh, positive. I remember when we were kids, we went on a picnic, and Mother gave him some plum pie, and he couldn't stop sneezing. <laughs> well, that should take the romance out of the young man. Now, you just keep them busy in there, Aggie, and I'll run home and get it. Cool. That certainly was a lovely spread. It certainly was. I've never tasted such divine turkey. Well, have some more. Oh, I haven't any room left. I don't think any of us have. When you see this pie, I think you'll change your mind. Yes, you've never tasted anything like it. I thought we were having souffle for dessert. Uh, this is a special surprise, Ma. Oh. <laughs> Here, I'll serve you. Well, thank you, dear. Uh, um, um, none for me, Rich. I couldn't eat another bite. Oh, please have some, Willie. I made it myself. Now he'll never eat it. <laughs> well, it, it certainly looks tempting. Oh, good. Here's a piece for you, Elizabeth. And here's yours, Pop. Now, Willie, you'll have some, won't you? Well, it does look awfully good, uh... What kind of pie is it? Well, uh, actually, it's a new kind of fruit the scientists have just developed. They uh, crossed the salt with a gooseberry. <laughs> what happened? They made a date. <laughs> Rich. Here, Rich, you want to give you that corny old joke? I did. Blimey. Here, oh, we'll have some more of that pie, Barbara. Oh, thank goodness. I mean, good for you, Willie. There's a nice big piece. Uh, Barbara, I think I'll have another... Uh, two. Bless you, Daddy. Uh, I wonder if... Oh, Willie, there's plenty more pie when you finish that piece. Barbara, please don't interrupt when I'm... Uh, uh, ing. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, what were you saying? Your father said don't interrupt him uh, when he's... Achoo! Ing. <laughs> Here, Pop, have my handkerchief. Uh, 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 thanks. Mr. Lyon, I, I believe you've caught a very bad cold. I think you'd better go to bed. Oh, no, no, I'm quite... Uh, uh, you? Now, then, don't argue. You're going to bed this minute. I'll go put your electric blanket on. While you're doing that, I'll get some hot lemon and aspirin. Uh, come on, Mr. L. I'll help you upstairs. Oh, thanks, Willie. Barbara, I can't understand it. Willie's eaten two big helpings of that pie, and he's still perfectly all right. Richard. Yes? I've just remembered something. What? Well, when we went on that picnic, it wasn't Willie who was allergic to plums. It was Daddy. <laughs> Barbara, how could you make such a mistake? Oh, I'm sorry. I was only trying to help. You sure helped, all right. Oh, hello, Willie. How's Daddy? Oh, he's sneezing marvelously. Poor Pop. Willie, it looks like the party's over. I guess you'll be wanting to go home. It's early yet. I thought I'd take Liz along to the pally. And so did I. Well, you can take us some other night. Look, she's my girl. Now, now, boys, stop that. I want you to get settled this like gentlemen. 
Go upstairs and ask Elizabeth who she wants to go out with. Okay, Barbara. Come on, Rich. May the best man win. I will. Wait, we better knock on the door. Come in. Say, Elizabeth, oh, I... No. Shh. Not so loud, dear. Your father's trying to sleep. Elizabeth, I want to take you out tonight. And I want to take you out, too. But what about Mr. Lyon? Let him find his own date. <laughs> Sweet of you both, but I'm afraid I can't start with either of you tonight. Why not? Because Mr. Lyon is ill. And it's my duty as a nurse to stay and keep an eye on him. But now, will you, you two stop making such a. hurt uh, you! There now, you've awakened him. I'm sorry, Mr. L, but we wanted to take Liz out to have fun tonight. Yes, but she says she doesn't want to have fun. She wants to stay here with you, Pop. <laughs> Thank you, Liz. Well, you know what she meant. Anyway, you haven't got a cold, it's something you ate. You're wrong, Richard. Your father's in the first stages of flu and has a high temperature. He has? Yes. He's nearly 101. We know, dear, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> Please, nurse. Would you mind getting my crazy family out of here so I can have some rest? Of course. Go along, everybody. Go on. Well, so long, Pop. And I hope... Achoo! And I hope that you'll be better in the more... Richard, put your tongue out. Let me feel your pulse. Oh, dear. Get in the other bed right away. Huh? Yes, I'll have to take care of both of you now. You've caught the flu from your father. Gosh, thank you, Pop. This is the nicest thing you've ever given me. Daniels and Ben Lyon with their daughter Barbara and their son Richard. Also in this recording were Doris Rogers, Molly Weir, Harry Fowler and Lillian Grasson. The incidental music was by Paul Fennelly who also conducted the BBC Variety Orchestra. Bob Block, Ronnie Hanbury and Bebe Daniels wrote the script and the production was by Tom Ronald. That was Life with the Lions. I hope you enjoyed it. I'd like to take a moment to give a big thank you to John Sweeney, Lori Daniels, and Bob Trone for the nice comments they left about the podcast on our webpage. Thanks, guys. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. Be sure to tune in next time when we bring you a classic comedy radio show suggested by one of our listeners. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please give us a five-star rating on your podcast app. It really helps grow our listenership. Take care, and remember that laughter really is the best medicine. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. La, 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 la.